0: The wooden door swings open, and an old man in a wheelchair enters the courtroom. His face is hidden behind a red cardboard folder, which he holds up with a single steady hand. For additional camouflage, he wears a pair of black sunglasses and a dark, wide-brimmed hat. All eyes in the room have turned towards him, but he has no intention of returning their gaze. The old man sits in silence, flanked by his daughter and his lawyer, Still hiding from the camera clicking away in front of him. As the seconds tick by, nervous anticipation fills the room. Moments later, the judge orders the photographer and cameraman to leave, allowing the old man to lower the red folder and show his face. Sitting at the far end of the courtroom, I crane my neck to catch a first glimpse of the accused. He looks younger than his 93 years alert, with dark eyes and neatly cropped white hair. In the row in front of me an old woman starts crying, her slight frame shaking with silent sobs. The old man in the dock is her husband. Turning to the accused, Anna Meyer Göring, the presiding judge, starts proceedings with a few simple questions. Can you hear me? Yes, the old man says. Are you Bruno Dai? Yes. It is the 17th of October 2019, the opening day of a trial in Hamburg's imposing criminal justice building. The trial is historic in more ways than one. Bruno Die is accused of being involved in a crime that took place more than seven decades ago, the murder of at least 5,230 prisoners at Stutthof, a Nazi concentration camp in present-day Poland, He was only seventeen when he arrived at the camp and became a member of the SS unit charged with guarding the site and ensuring that none of the desperate prisoners could flee. Dai has admitted that he served as a guard at Stutthof from August 1944 to April 1945, but he denies the accusation that he had any role in the murders, even as a subordinate or accessory. It is his name that appears on the charge sheet But everyone in the courtroom knows that Die will not be judged alone. As with all trials that examine the crimes of the Nazi regime, the Hamburg case raises questions—difficult, uncomfortable questions—that go far beyond the criminal culpability of any individual. They are questions that have weighed on the world since the first images of the camps and their victims emerged after the war. They cut especially deeply for Germans like myself, but today seem profoundly relevant to all nations. How could this happen? Who is guilty? And what would I have done? In many ways, Bruno Dai was the perfect foil to examine these questions. He had little in common with the Nazi leaders convicted at the Nuremberg Trials, or the thuggish murderers who later stood trial in German courts for their deeds at Auschwitz, Sobibor and Treblinka, he was different, too, from the sinister desk-perpetrators like Adolf Eichmann, tried and hanged in Israel for his pivotal role in the planning and execution of the Holocaust. Die was not pivotal to anything, not even at Stutthof. He was a simple guard who looked down from his watchtower and who, in the midst of war, death, and untold suffering, never once saw the need to fire his gun. He was the smallest of small cogs in a machine whose murderous intent he claims he never fully understood. That claim would face intense scrutiny over the course of the trial, but no one ever doubted that the defendant occupied one of the lowest rungs of the camp hierarchy.